It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources here today on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we round out our program today, you know, I, I love the conversations that I get to be part of every day. And part of uh, being part of the KSL family are, are just a lot of the hallway conversations. What happens in between? Uh, the different work that we're doing during the day. And as uh, we were moving about the newsroom today, I had a a conversation about the fact that some of us, a lot of us, just feel weary. That there are a lot of people here in the state of Utah and across the country and around the world that are just tired. They're just a little bit weary uh, from a host of things, from what's going on with the pandemic that continues to to move along, all the divisive rhetoric that uh, we find in so many places and spaces, uh, the economy, the challenges of making ends meet, and on and on and on the list can go. And so we can get real weary real fast. And so it reminded me as I was thinking through and having some of these conversations today of uh, George McDonald. George McDonald, uh, a Scotsman born in 1824, Uh, He captured the challenges, the pressure, and the pace of our modern society when he said this, Work is not always required of men and women. There is such a thing as sacred idleness, the cultivation of which is now fearfully neglected. Now, that's pretty incredible. Mr. McDonald felt way, way back in the 1800s that society was moving too fast that uh, we were missing too much and that we were manufacturing way too much stress in our lives in the process. I mean, imagine that. Uh, You're talking mid-1800s when he wrote this down, uh, that uh, we're just working too hard, we're creating too much stress, uh, the pace is just too much. Uh, That was the mid-1800s. Imagine what uh, George MacDonald would think of our society today. And Today, we do live in this world that's accelerating and fast forward. We have more changes, more challenges than ever before. And as I mentioned, as a result, a lot of people just feel weary. And it is an interesting kind of weariness that I think we've seen evolve over the last couple of years. It is a weariness of both body and mind that I don't think uh, disappears with a good night's rest. So many in our nation in particular greet the dawn with a kind of weariness, a heaviness only to feel that uh, discouragement and despair deepen as the day goes on. And so there is that weary feeling. So the external influences that bring on weariness, again, a lot of the things we've just outlined, uh, they're just a small part of an overall pattern of weariness. Uh, I actually believe a lot of our weariness is self-inflicted, and that is a discussion for another day. But we can become weary, for a host of different reasons. We can get weary by attempting to do too much. We can get weary by trying to please everybody. We can get weary by obsessing on negative news or holding a grudge. You can definitely get weary uh, by being in a hurry all the time or needlessly worrying. 
you can also get pretty weary by being forever tethered to your technology. And uh, even you can get weary by not being clear about what matters to you. What is most important in your life? So all of these different things add tremendous weight uh, to an already very heavy load. Uh, and that burden just kind of keeps increasing and we get more and more weary. So let's get back to George McDonald. There is such a thing as sacred idleness. And I just love that phrase, sacred idleness. Uh, he said the cultivation of which is now fearfully neglected. I think Mr. McDonald knew that sacred idleness was being neglected again back in the mid 1800s and that this sacred idleness was really the key to overcoming the weariness of a very worn out, very exhausted world. And so let me define a couple of things for you today. Sacred idleness is not in any way, shape or form a justification for self-indulgence, for laziness or for narcissism. That is not what sacred idleness is about. Sacred idleness is not is not about escaping reality. Reality. It's not about mindlessly watching TV or scrolling through your social media feed for hours on end. It's not about sleeping late. As I said, it's not about surfing social media, or it's not a a justification for doing whatever feels good. So, what is it? Sacred idleness is a focus on sacred things, things that renew, rejuvenate, and restore you. Now, it needs to be noted that the sacred part of that does not necessarily equate to things related to religion or spirituality, though it often does, does for me. Uh, But it's important to note that this word sacred is also defined as something highly valued, something set aside or even set apart for a specific purpose. For example, a, uh, a parent's sacred fund for their child's college education, saved through their own hard work and sacrifice. That's a good example. Time set aside for loved ones can be sacred time, can be uh, as can time for self-reflection. So sacred idleness is often an opportunity to rest, uh, not in just the lying in a hammock sort of way. Uh, it's much more than that. Uh, I once heard sacred idleness and real rest described as the energizing joy and peace and satisfaction uh, that comes from making a difference. And I think that's an important part of this whole process. Uh, A lot of times we need to rest from our weariness or from the people who make us weary. (laughs) Uh, Again, sometimes that's family. Sometimes that's self-induced. Sometimes that's your boss or your colleagues. Uh, And so we have to find out where we get that. In the end, I think sacred idleness is about pursuing really small moments that matter. Small moments that give you energy back. We have so many things in our lives and our days that drain energy from us. So it is making some time for yourself. It is making time for those you care about to do things that are important, things that are rejuvenating. And then you need to set aside or make sacred that time for those purposes. So any activity, all those activities that give you energy back, those are sacred things. And making them a priority is really important for us. Now, finding sacred idleness can be as simple as just stepping away from the constant engagement of work. I mean, how many times do we really have to check our email before we go to bed? 
Uh, sometimes it's just disconnecting from the digital device. Again, do we really need to make sure that everything is clear on Instagram or Facebook before we go to sleep or the first thing when we get up in the morning? I don't think we do. Simple things like meditating, getting away for an evening. Uh, I've shared on this program before, one of my sacred idleness moments that I love is in getting a shoe shine at the airport. I love that. That is magic time for me. Uh, I get my shoes nice and clean, nice and polished and shined up. And I just have a moment to just sit there and be there. I also find some sacred idleness in just listening to some inspiring music. Reading history, breathing deeply can be a, a really good way to get that weariness out of you. Writing or simply forcing yourself to be still and be present to the moment. Amazingly, sacred idleness can also be found in, get this, serving others, making a difference. Engaging in meaningful dialogue, reaching out, or simply looking within. It is true that uh, we often run out of energy long before we run out of opportunity. And it's that feeling burned out. It's that weariness, feeling overextended and forever weary that can ruin a host of things in our lives. Relationships, careers, goals, organizations. And so making sure that we're recharging those batteries, that we're decompressing on a regular basis, that we're stepping back, uh, those are as important a discipline as setting your goals, managing your time, uh, making sure you're getting things uh, off your checklist. And so making sure that we fill our days with the inspiring, renewing, and rewarding things, those kind of activities, as I mentioned, that give you energy back are going to lead us all to more happiness, a more successful journey, uh, even despite the fast-paced world that we live in. And so, again, it's not about uh, any kind of narcissism. It's just sacred idleness. Uh, I think George MacDonald got it right. Working, pressing, and stressing are not always required. There is such a thing as sacred idleness. And if you're feeling a little weary today, if you're unable to sustain your daily pursuits, if you're just worn out a little bit, it may be worth it to set aside some time for a moment of rejuvenating rest and some sacred idleness. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening today on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. Your all-day resource for critical breaking news, traffic and weather, and conversation about Utah's most important stories. Listen on any smart speaker, the KSL News Radio app, and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. KSL News Radio. Utah's all-day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees 
who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.